Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or, perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries. And we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Hydling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Hydland cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter, or elusir, of the Coyote Totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull, or outsiders, who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans, and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. And we're back. We're back. Now I am back. What is that? Oh, uh, there's, it's in the Muppets movie from 2011, where they have oh. the, the pig that replaces Miss Piggy. That's all you ever talk about. Uh, <laughs> but the Muppets are so good. I have my Kermit shirt. Truly, honestly, I've never really watched the Muppets, so it's oh. only- it's all new to me. I just like to make fun of you. You're totally incorrect. It's the best. I didn't say it was bad. I nope. just said it's all. You haven't seen it. That is wrong. That is incorrect. You don't know my life. Actually, you know my life better than anybody else. Shut up. Yeah. Hi, kitty. Hi, kitty. Hi, kitty. I made bubble tea. It's fucking delicious. Kitty. Made what? Bubble tea. Oh, nice. That's what that's what this was. Oh, nice. I didn't see it. It's it's uh, cold brew tea, good Chinese tea, uh, milk, little bit of simple Thank syrup. Thank you for reminding me. I need to put milk on my grocery list. You're welcome. I had groceries delivered today. Nice. I got mine on Thursday, and um, yeah. Oh yeah, and these little little black tapioca pearls. So it's it's bubble tea, not boba. Yeah. Right? It's not quite the same. Yeah. Well they're two different things. It's not the no, it's not the popping not the popping. Yeah, it's bubbles. not the pop ones, yeah. No, they're chewy and I really like it. Some people say they look like frog spawn eggs. I say they're delicious. They do look like frog spawn. A little bit. That's... Kind of. They definitely have the consistency. Totally accurate. Um, but hello, everybody. Welcome back. <clears throat> Ren was going to talk to Kenna. Kenna McKenna McGambaro. Good information. Yep. But you're the one who came up with that. Yeah. I had to, no, I thought it was Kenna Mac. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then Ben Turner, yeah. Kenna Mac and then McKenna McGambaro and. Yeah. Well, so I got confused Kenny because... Kenny Chesney. I got confused because Ambro Island mm-hmm. is named that. So I was like, oh, so the the family name must be Ambro. Yeah, Mac Ambro. Yeah, but I didn't put it... I thought it was just Ambro. Kind of. So kind that's of why I was like... Some people are named De Bordeaux. means of Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Well... I didn't. I'm stupid, so. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, 
Kenna got her name from her tribe that lived in Amnobolan, and then the island was named after her. Mm-hmm. And then mm. Green's March was just named for being lovely, green. full of druids. <laughs> green. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, green, green for the greenery, and then March for the the literal march, the escape from the crater caused by the calamity. Yeah, she led all the survivors to the island. Oh, okay. Yeah, fun, yeah. fun, fun little... It's, it's supposed to be a story that everyone in the world knows, but I find that if I just sit and give people a brief before we start a campaign of what you should know, everybody forgets it. 100%. Yeah. I just introduced it along the way. I tried to do it with you guys, and you're like, yeah, Calamity, Meteor, bleh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. Those aren't it, even it definitely has helped, like, learning along the way. Like, yeah, I've learned that. Yeah. Also, it's very helpful that we are recording these now. Because yeah. I can go back and I can be like, oh, that's where, okay. You yeah. can be an audience member instead of mm-hmm. the player. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing anything special while Ren is away? Uh, just hanging out with the elders, being the the fifth elder. Yeah, you can tell that there is a uh, there is a worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosen and Gira are like constantly looking at Vokwa as Vokwa is standing there, straight faced. Oh man. <laughs> I accidentally broke up the the tribe. <laughs> the the elderhood of the traveling robes. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, at least we know now. Know what? Uh, that Vokwa no, needs to be crazy. needs to be taken out. I mean, she is the war chief. No, I know. It's just usually like. When it comes to war, like you want to avoid war, not start war. So nah. I don't know. Nah, nah. Vokwa is. I don't know how to describe her. She's she's kind of a Zira character, honestly. Oh, okay. Less, less evil. <clears throat> yeah. But definitely bides her time until she can rip somebody's throat out kind of gotcha gotcha okay yeah well i'm just hanging out with everybody yeah no one's saying anything um i imagine kit's just staying there and he's like so how's the business they all look at you and they sort of look at each other and finally (laughs) gira says that's more Ren's area, but from what he's shown us, we can't keep up with all of the logistics, but he seems to understand it, and it seems to be starting off well. Good, good. Did the the girl show up who does the glass blowing? What was her name? Don't remember. No. Don't remember. I spilled the notes. Wait, did you hold on? That was Man Bath Matt. Yeah, so that was Man Bath Matt. Which episode was that? Oh God. Uh hang on. That uh, was Man Bath Matt was um, Pack Tactics. 
I feel like we sold her the stuff the episode after. Yeah. Uh, that was after Ambro. Tanris estate. Funeral and wedding. Apprehension. Nope, gone too far. No, I went too far back, too. Kicked off the ship. Okay, so we're after that. Deliver the egg. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Aladir, who died. Hurricane damage. Level up. Um, oh, okay. So it was episode, it was 2024. Essie. Game 24. Essie. Yeah. Essie. Yeah. So that was in Connections. That was right after Pack Tactics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, I just have to catch up with what she's doing. I have some extra notes in here. I actually still have eight vials of acid left. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I gave all my vials in like the glass jugs and stuff too. To Ren, but mm. uh, yeah, I've still got uh, a few things. Oh, here it is. Okay, uh, she is. She's in Volfira. All right, cool. Um, Yay! Yeah. Uh, when you bring her up, sorry, I could not remember what That's the okay. fuck she's doing. Uh, Gira nods and says, "Yes, uh, Essie. She." just recently arrived on possibly stowed away on a ship she just sort of appeared but that sounds uh, about right she brought a a box of some of her tools and asked if she could set up shop and so we let her take over one of the empty houses that's mostly made of non-flammable materials mm -hmm. And, that's that's intelligent. Yes, and uh, some of the potters and uh, other such artisans have been helping build her a furnace and a few other things for her craft. She's not quite set up yet, but she's almost there. Um, she's made a few small things in an outdoor kiln of some sort. She seems to also be an accomplished potter. That makes sense. She has been strange, mm -hmm. but very pleasant. Has she poisoned anybody yet? What? No, I'll take that <laughs> as a no. Okay, cool. We just, I may have sold her five gallons of poison. She certainly wasn't carrying five gallons of anything with her. Do we know if anybody's still alive in Greensmarch? <laughs> You have no idea. No, I mean I'm asking the I'm asking Gira. I'm like, do you do you know if any of the druids are still alive in Ambro? Should they not be? Oh no, they should be alive. I just wanted to make sure that they were actually still breathing. I don't know. Well, I'll look into that. Gira walks away. <laughs> um Rosen still standing there is you've seen her, she's eyeing Voqua. They've never gotten along that well. 
Um, partly because Vokwa is very warlike. She's ready to meet just about any threat. Rosen is definitely somebody who can fight, but she she's more of the hit and run type. She doesn't believe in she does believe in like honor and warfare, but she also believes in surviving. Mm-hmm. So like Vokwa is the kind to jump into an unwinnable battle like happily because it's death or glory. Yeah. Or sorry, it's it's honor or glory. Mm-hmm. Honor if you win, glory if you lose. Um Whereas Rosen is very much the, there are people who could use me alive, so I'm not going to be that fucking stupid. Yeah. Is actually something she has said to Vokwa out loud. Um, okay. So they're kind of in a, in a little bit of a silent standoff at the moment. Uh, and uh, Rosen also being the medicine person, Vokwa hates that she relies on her. They have to work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't hate okay. each other necessarily, but they hate when the other gets in the way. They gotcha. work together very well, but they hate having to do it. Gotcha. Um, it's it's complicated. Uh, but uh, Rosen is just sort of staring her down. And Vokwa looks over occasionally, but really doesn't engage. Uh, and finally Rosen looks at you and says so what other trouble are you up to now um oh you know uh just I, just, a, just a normal amount of things like we're going to a cistern where they make walkers um yes you told us yeah we're doing that uh Oh, we're going to try to break a deal with Senna. Um, we what? might, yeah, uh, that, that's a part of it. Uh, killed a oh, few skinwalkers recently. For that girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, got attacked by skinwalkers recently. Did you kill them? Yes. Good. Um, Good may have pet a mammoth at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Uh-huh. That's actually nice. A, a baby mammoth at that. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if you remember, but when you were very little, we used to have mammoths. Oh, really? Yeah. I do not remember. We sold the last one off when you were maybe three or four. Oh, we also met this really weird woman on the road. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Her, her name... Oh, shit. Her name was... Her name- Willow. Her name was Willow. And she was a seer of Hesperus. And she is this old blind lady and she was walking down the road and both of us gave her ten gold. And she disappeared after a minute. We walked away and then a little bit further down the road we found two piles of of five platinum each. Wow. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. And then we went to the Temple of Hesperus, and they've never heard of her. But there's some crazy old woman in the woods giving people money because she claims she can, well, she can see the future. That sounds like a fairy. 
She's really old, though. Like, do they get that old? They can appear however they want. She also had this really weird dog and, like, this guy taking care of her. Live in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Someplace you'd normally find. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably a fake creature. We also may have... So she's, like, really elderly, right? Like, geriatric to the max. And we... What? No, I'm talking, like, <laughs> she's at least 400 years old. And... Fuck. But, like, looks like a, a normal human, right? And so, pretty, pretty old. And uh, she was, like, not moving very fast, couldn't walk really well. We saw her, and then, th- like, two or three weeks later, we came to her house, and she somehow beat us there and had been there for quite a while. Yeah, probably a fake creature. Oh, cool. Yeah, because the or- guy who was taking care of her said she never left. Yeah, definitely, uh, probably a demon. <clears throat> cool. Well, she was very nice. Not all demons are evil. No. Oh. She was pretty cool. Um, Great. Yeah, I I don't know. Have we gotten into anything else? I don't think so. No, all right. not, not anything else too crazy, I don't think. Well, Amnoblin's a strange place. I mean, I grew up there. Oh, I guess I should mention that I did turn into a dragon a couple of times and destroy Haldron Company things. Well, you can walk through trees. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I also met one of the higher-ups of the Haldron Company. Uh, Ruben Glive. Glive, yeah. Yeah, Ruben Glive, and um, I tried to um, convince when him. When you say that name, uh-huh. you see Vokey perk up. Mm-hmm. Well, I attempted to kill him, but turns out he has, he's a warlock. Um, Fuck. So I didn't quite get him, but uh, he now knows what I look like, and I'm pretty sure I'm being hunted to the ends of the earth. Good job, Kat. Thanks, thanks. I do my best. And you came back here? Oh, nobody knows. I walked through a tree. I'll walk through another tree tomorrow and they won't even know I was here. Yeah, but what if they knew you were from here and were waiting for you to show back up? Uh, well. Then that is a risk I'm willing to take. It's unlikely. It's just a thought. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, but so like you don't think about a lot of things, young man. Oh, well, you know. I could say the same thing coming from you, Miss. I want to start a war of the worlds. Oh, this is Rosen speaking. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was talking to the other one. <laughs> no, Voko hasn't said shit. Except well, for that quiet fuck. That was her. <laughs> I, uh, I would say I'm thinking about a lot more things since I showed up here to see what y'all had to say. I'm not killing people and asking questions later at this point. Or, well, not as often. Well, that's always good. And you see her side-eye, Boqua. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally drinking tea while I do this. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, other than that, I think, besides the weird goose and... 
who may or may not come back here. Um, as you're as you're talking to the Rose, and just out of the blue, Voqua says, "Where's Glyph?" Oh God. Oh Jesus. Would I just answer her offhand? Probably. Um. Last time I saw him, he was in. Was it Urskar? Yes. Okay. Yeah, when we saw him, he was in Urskar, but now that I almost murdered him, I'm not sure if he's still there anymore. Uh, I pretended to be someone else who knew the head of the Haldron Company. All right. Mm-hmm. I did burn down I- half the town, though, so... Don't meow at me. You know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, it's on the other side. Good boy. Take some a second. I have a I have an an auto feeder set up because Uh. I keep getting like pulled away at the most busy time at work to feed them, and I'm trying to be really consistent. So. And also, I would like to leave my apartment occasionally and not have to ask somebody to feed them. Yeah. I'm going to buy an auto feeder for Puck, too. So I found one that works pretty well, if you want a suggestion. Send me a link. I will. Remind me later. Write I it will. down. Um, or yes. message me. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes. Uh, fuck. I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, I told her that Ruben was in Urskar last time I knew. Okay. Um, but you have duties here, so do your, other people. Do your do your job. I'll do my job just fine, but I have other people that can do things for me as well. Oh God! Just don't lead them back here. I just started a company, like, and got people here. We not burn this place to the ground, please. Because you have it, a vendetta. I've been doing this for 20 years. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, except last time I was here, one of you was dead and nobody noticed. That was different. That was. Uh, was it? Was it different? Yeah, okay. You're so on top of things. Oh, I wonder when they're getting back. This is so comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it, it wouldn't wouldn't be terribly long. Um, yeah, uh, Gira is the first one who comes back, looking alarmed. Oh no! Uh, oh no! And they're like, um, Kit. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get a hold of anybody that I knew. In. In Green's March. In Gri- oh! <laughs> well. <laughs> um. Do you know why this is? Not right now. Um. <laughs> I love to squeak. But I'm sure I can give that a look the next time I give a get a chance. 
I don't know if I know any trees in particular, or else I just pop over there, but... Um, you do. There's literally one in the center of the town. Oh, perfect. Cool. We're, we might have a detour. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I'll check on them soon. In the meantime, just keep a really good eye on what you eat and or drink around the glass blower. Yeah. What's happening? I don't know, but I will let you know as soon as I know. When I know, you'll know, and then you'll know. <laughs> Just be very diligent about what you eat and or drink from now on. Anywhere. Test the well first. Probably test the well. Gira hurries away. Uh, but Ren does come back shortly as Rosen is looking also alarmed. Bokwa doesn't look bothered. Um, Ren comes back followed in short order by a tall no! woman oh, no. with short dark hair, long green robes, a sash around, around her middle, super tall uh, like knee-high mud-splattered boots. You can see she probably came from somewhere doing something. Uh, walking with a tall, gnarled vine staff and a satchel hanging over her shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, very telltale scar going down mm -hmm. under her jaw. Um, as she steps up, her eyes are instantly on you. And Ren is very specifically putting himself between her and you. Mm -hmm. Uh... You can already see her grip on the staff is like a white knuckle grip. But okay. she just looks at you and says, Hello, Kit. Hey there. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while! Uh, how are you? Dandy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, you know, I could just tell that when you walked in. You look just fresh and renewed as usual. Didn't I tell you and your friends to leave this to people who knew what they were doing? Yes, and I, I did that. And they lost another one, so... Also, there's been some developments... So, this is actually for your own good, believe me. Do you want to know Do you want to know who showed up two hours after you took the last one? You motherfucker. Senna. Do you want to know who made a deal with my walker friend to get one of them back? Senna. Do you want to know who's been following us all across fucking Amnoblin? Senna. So I, I figured, instead of letting her figure out where I stored it, which you met who I stored it in, um, I decided to get it before she got a hold of it or before someone could steal it and give it to her because she's making a deal with anything that will walk or breathe to That's get one of these things. Yeah, well... I told you 
That's she, what she does. And she got really close. What deal did your friend make with her? She didn't make a deal yet, technically. What did she promise? Oh, to bring... You remember our friend who we buried on that island? Yep. Yeah. God damn it. God fuck. It's always I hate you, but <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> chaos. Chaos reigns. Yes. Chaos uh, chaos reigns. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, she looked down at the ground at the bottom of her own staff. And you can actually see the staff is vibrating ever mm -hmm. so slightly. And you can feel the Ordenhide vibrating. Mm -hmm. She sort of looks the staff up and down, takes a couple <clears throat> steps back, and the vibration ceases. All right. I'm not allowed to kill you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Ren. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, obviously, you've uh, gotten a little more experience under your belt now. <clears throat> I suppose a hurricane will do that to you. I did come here to try to figure out what the best course of action would be. Because where this staff ended up was in better hands than the Heidelin cult, but also in hands that we don't understand. The goose. Yeah, yeah. You know, that goose had such weird powers that I thought maybe... If he ate one, it would destroy it, but I was wrong. You no, know, Kit, I think I see the running problem that you think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the running problem that you keep getting these and losing these? Yeah, guilty. All right. Okay. I'm trying. So I. I'm so am doing... I. I'm doing my goddamn best with a lack of tools at my disposal. I am all, understanding. All of my tools that I had are broken. I can fix some of them, but also all of the people I trusted to use and look after those tools were murdered. I heard. The Monomarig is unprotected my granddaughter is dead and everything that we had planned to use is useless without the right people there to manage it there's no catch-all for these things because we need a new place for every single one. There are not seven fully secured elder druid protected places in this world. An elder druid comes along once in a century, one that can actually do the job. Mm -hmm. And the one 
that was only 30 years into hers was murdered by a walker. And I'm training her successor. He's not going to be ready for a long, long time. And that'll take care of one staff. How do you become an elder druid? A long, long period of training and mental hardening and discipline. Just nothing but discipline. But you have to be able to back up the discipline with the power to defend yourself. And cultivating both without becoming greedy or becoming a pacifist is yeah. almost impossible. Mm, okay. I kind of, I turn and look at Vokwa and I'm like, well, you're out. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Um, so well. please do tell me what ideas you have because I'm clearly out of them. Well, we've had two that both seem like a bad choice, um, but they were ideas. Uh, one was to drop this into Mount Gear, which we're concerned may, because it is the light staff, uh, may have a cataclysmic effect of volcano eruptions. Um, and then the second one was to drop the staff into the Trosdana Trench. And I am not sure I want to do that because Tal Dunost is the one that sent me to get a staff in the first place. And if she's down there, I'm not sure if I want another god having a staff. Yeah, especially not the most fickle one. Mm-hmm. I She's not... She never has bad intentions, but sometimes the things she does to achieve her ends are a little extreme. And as much as I love extreme, uh, I don't know if I want to hand this over to anyone. So, no. But at the same time, I've held one before, and it didn't mm-hmm. go well. So, granted, I've grown a lot since then but I don't know if this is something that I can learn to use to do something good with it, or if it's worth trying. Well, it's always worth trying. It's just whether or not you're willing to die. I mean, we were already heading to tell Donos to kill Kyla Uruvela, so I feel like death was inevitable at this point. Uh, yeah... So especially if she has one of them too. She has the she has oh. the twin for this one. Yes, she does. And if I have this is my other kind of crazy idea. If we don't want the Heidelin cult to have any of them, the goose has already gotten one. Do you think she's going to make the same mistake twice? No, but she might make a new mistake. And do you think that that creature is going to do that again? He can't have come out of that very well. No, he's not doing very well. Um, He had this for 
that was one of the reasons I took it from him is because he was starting to look not very good. So I feel I may have permanently damaged him. Anybody who touches a staff is permanently damaged, even gods. Mm-hmm. And she sort of just gestures broadly to her right arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I kind of hold up like my black fingertips on that one hand. I'm like, yeah, I know. Uh, so I don't think he'd be willing to do it, but I'm trying to think of anything I can to get it away from these people because the walkers that they're creating are more advanced than anybody has ever seen. I've heard. My friend, the one who Senna reached out to, I can only... I can only see when she's being controlled or when someone is listening by using True Sight. And it is imperceptible when I'm not using it. So, and the other problem is, is that she knows that I have this staff now. So whoever is controlling her also knows. And it seemed, I knew I needed to get it away from the goose, but it seemed like a time sensitive thing to figure out what to do, whether I'm going to keep it or whether we're going to give it to somebody or whether we're going to toss it in a hole. I don't know. I... But I I would I rather have it bound to me than sitting in my pocket for somebody to take. I agree. Because uh, you know what these things can do. Yeah, I was kind of afraid you'd say that, but uh, willing to accept it. Um... <laughs> The, can you give me, if I'm going to do this, can you give me the rundown on how these things work so that I don't end up destroying another island or since this is the light staff burning everybody alive or turning all of Amnoblin into a desert or something? Well, the first thing is that you should not try to use the staff's power. At least not until you have precise control over it. Okay. You can use your own power and the staff will amplify it. But I recommend a little practice before you go using it around other people. Because a simple little firebolt will turn into an inferno. If you're not careful. Shit. Okay. This being the light staff... It will help you with anything divine and anything fire. It won't won't diminish the effect of things like necromancy or any other schools of magic or elements. Okay. But it will aid you in fire and divine magics. The element of light is about illumination both literally and mentally. Okay. Uh, Both physically and mentally, sorry. Um, And about burning away shadows and takes it very seriously. My 
I have a follow-up question. Yes. And this is a giant what if. But if we somehow do manage to kill Kyla. Yes. What happens when these two come together? Since they are opposites. They, they essentially shut each other off. So I could potentially be holding both of them and they would neither of them would have power. I don't know. I think I think D has done it before. Okay. Well, we're staying in Hjalmanir right now, so... Great. Why didn't you just take the Ordenhide back to the sanctuary? Uh, because someone took it out last time, and then it yes. got into the hands of the Heidelin cult, and I didn't want to, like, get in a repeat cycle. I still... I still wonder if it was a mistake to have D take it out. But people know how to get into it now, so we can't put it back, I guess. <sighs> Fuck. Hmm. Interesting. Don't listen to anything he says to you. Oh, yeah, no, I know, yeah, mm-hmm. Even if it sounds like normal, everyday good advice, do not listen to him. Does that mean, like, do the opposite? Or, like, do what I think I should do? Do what you think okay. is right. What if we Never have... take advice. Okay. What if we have the same thought? Is that, like, the same thing? You might want to wonder if he influenced it first. Okay. And run it by people. Be in communication with people. Okay. Because they will tell you when things are wrong when you can't see them. Okay. And I mean that physically as well. Oh, okay. The Ordenhide is one that we don't have much experience with because it is... It's one that we only saw briefly before the Calamity, and it's one that's been locked away ever since. So, okay. no one's really learned how to use it, but we know what it specializes in, and we know it is one of the... None of these staves are capable of good, but the Ordenhide is one of two or three that can be coerced to do helpful things. Okay. So, like I said, don't try to tap into its power. Use your own. And there may come a point where you are familiar enough with it that you can actually let go of it because it will consider itself still bound to you. Essentially, Olgar will feel that you will still pick it up. And so he will let go. Okay. But it will be attached for some time. So get used to having one hand. Okay. It's not pleasant. And there will be times, if he feels threatened, that he will reattach to you and not let go. <clears throat> you mean like this? That makes sense. That is just an unfortunate side effect. Okay. Though, 
if it gets far enough, she lifts up her right hand. She actually switches the staff to her other hand, just lets it go without a problem. Um, if it gets far enough, you will start to see these markings move. And if the staff is activated, things will start happening with these markings. It differs by the staff. You might glow. Who knows? The goose glowed. Then you might look at what's happened to him and expect the same for yourself. Okay. I cannot believe I'm agreeing to this bullshit. <laughs> um, well, I will say very confidently that you couldn't have picked a better candidate. Um, yeah. After all, I am one of the elders of the Elusir tribes. You're not. Is not true. I made up my own. <laughs> uh, did you get a chance to stop by the statue and the <laughs> trees? Okay. Uh, anyway, on a more serious note, um, will you stay here for a moment while I take a hold of this thing for the first time? Sure. Okay. Should and we... she immediately, like, pushes the others back. All right. Switches her staff back to her dominant hand. Ooh, here we go. Uh, I unwrap the thing. And, and she stops you before you take hold of it. And she mm-hmm. says, can't just understand if this goes very wrong. I will possibly have to kill you. That's, uh, that's understandable. Last resort. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of look at Ren and I'm like, well, here's hoping. Or else you guys are going to have to find somebody else to break the ties when you guys get together. Vogue um, <clears throat> rolls her eyes. Uh, but yeah, Kenna stands back and watches. All right. I will unwrap it and take a hold of the crystal. You take hold of this beautiful little orange gold spear-shaped crystal. Oh, that's right. It's, it's spear-shaped. It's it's warm to the touch, like something that's been sitting out in the sun. Oh, it just it's little... not spear-shaped. You said very specifically this one is an orb. This one's an orb? Yes. That's what you, I wrote it down. Like, you said yeah. very specifically it's an orb. I'm sorry. Some of them are spears. Some of them are spheres. It's okay. Spears and spheres. That's an orb. Okay, so you take all of this little orb. Again, warm like it's been sitting out in the sun on like a like a hot summer day. Um, and it gives this little like pulse of light inside. You see this little like point of light in the middle that almost looks like a star far, far away. Mm-hmm. But just this gives a little like golden and that's it. Oh. Okay. And you hear Vokwa mutter, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> the last time it was climactic, I destroyed an entire island. Believe me, you do not want it to be climactic. Go to a Haldron factory and do it. You and I need to... Actually, you know what? You and I don't need to talk. I think you need to talk about the rest. You need some therapy. <laughs> 
And Rosa nods. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like I turn to Kira and Ren and I'm like Yeah. Yeah. I think we yes. need an intervention over here because like this is I also may have told her where I met one of the leaders of the Haldron company, so you should probably like keep tabs on that. Um And you hear Ren say, well, it's not so much the one guy we're worried about. It's about wiping out all of the skull in Amnobolin. Yeah, that sounds a little, a little over the top. Or Erica? Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what'll happen when I summon a fire elemental with this thing. Ooh. Um... Anyway, not going to do that just yet. But it nothing feels any different. Nope. You do notice that the, the black bits on your fingers, um, mm. you remember how there are little, like, tendrils coming off of those mm-hmm. um, from the, the, the Gaithahide, almost like little wind patterns? Um, they become much softer, Almost like a gradient back into your skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do grow up to about the first knuckle on each of your fingers and your thumb. Gotcha. Uh, hmm. Uh, so, Kenna. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> what color were your eyes before? I think they're brown. Let me look. Let me check what color your eyes were. I don't actually remember. I have it on my sheet, I think. No, I don't. I have art. I thought they were amber. Yeah, no, they're amber. They're like amber yellow because the coyote. Hold on. Load. Load, load. Yeah, they're like a, like a, like a nice golden brown amber. Um, yeah, she she's kind of squinting at you. She's like, "Yeah, they're definitely brighter now, but they're kind of the same color." See, that nah, I'm hiding in plain sight. Oh. Um, it's definitely unnatural. Yeah, well, this is like Hesperus amber. Yes, and I I'll take it. I remember how I had the gate to hide, and I like give the staff a flick and pop it in the staff, and I'm like, "Uh, it doesn't work that way for this one." Oh, what? Go ha! Nothing. Damn it. How do you get this one to turn into a staff? I just told you we don't know how that one works. Oh. I'll meditate on it. Um, Good choice. So, Kenna, uh, mm-hmm. do you, have you been to Green's March lately? No. Do you know the girl there named Essie, the one who does the glass blowing? No. Okay, because she's living here now, but she she seemed kind of shady, and like now I can't. None of us can get a hold of the druids and the Greens March, and we're not sure if they're okay or if something's wrong. What did you do? I. We were just passing through, <laughs> and everybody was fine. <laughs> I'm just not sure what's going on. I don't think we did anything, but I also want to make sure they're okay. 
don't think we did anything. I don't think we did anything. <laughs> Sold them so much poison. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to go, or should I go with you, just in case? You're you not coming with me. We cannot be close together. Oh, I wasn't sure if you wanted backup or something. Okay, well, um, when you get there, don't drink any of the water. <laughs> um, and <laughs> if, if something is wrong, will you please let Ren know so that they can arrest and or kill the glassblower? Sure. Thank you. I'd appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go check on that potential catastrophe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you should not be here. Uh, I can leave tomorrow. Where do you need to go? Uh, Hjalmanir. She walks toward a tree. Oh! Oh, that's nice of you. Uh, you can't be here because anything watching the Ordenhide just saw it pop up. Oh, well... Uh, it was really good to see you, everybody. Uh, call me again when you have a meeting. Um, yeah, Ren, Ren, like, walks up to give you a hug, but Kenna puts out a hand and says, don't, don't touch him yet. Sorry, Ren. Yeah, Ren kind of looks a little deflated, but he's like, I, I, I get it. Um, next time. Keep the business going. Yep. Um, don't kill any more druids. I haven't killed any yet that I know of. And you hear behind you, Kenna, not even waiting for you, just splits the tree open. All right, well, see you. Talk to you later. Bye. And I, like, run and just dive through the tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so on the other side, uh, probably... Which one would Kenna use? Oh, yeah, she'd totally be a dick to you. Um, yeah, she would. You end up diving out of a large pine tree uh, on the side of a very steep, snowy slope. <laughs> mm. About halfway up the distance of the temple stairs. Oh, cool. So make me an athletics check. No, make me a dexterity saving throw. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, it'll be 19 total. Okay. So you dive out, thankfully not facing downhill. And as soon as you, like, catch your, get your, uh, your bearings about you, you, like, grab onto the rock with your free hand and sort of, like, get your elbow over another. And you manage to keep yourself from falling off a mountain. Cool, cool, cool. And you actually managed to safely slide down without, you know, breaking your pelvis on any rocks. Perfect. Um, yeah. So, Aaron. yeah, it's probably not too late in the day, so I'm probably going to no, go try to find them. Like two hours, maybe. I'm also going to find, I think I already have gloves because we're in the cold, but if I don't have gloves, I'm going to go get a pair. How are you going to put one of them on? I was hoping I could get a glove big enough that I could, like, put it over it or something. Get, like, full-size <laughs> gloves? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I just um, get the mittens without any fingers in them, so I'm just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. 
I'm a penguin. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Little mittens. Yeah. yeah. Get get the Bernie Sanders mittens. Mm-hmm. Those will hide for staves. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, you make Now I point. wish I wish we had someone who drew fan art so that they could draw <laughs> with like the glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting yeah. there like uh yeah, so you, you head into the village, sort of keeping your, your hand hidden. Um, probably about this time, or during this time, rather, Marin and Silas would have been doing their little shootout. So uh, Ansem set up a little range for you guys, basically uh, out outside the palisade to avoid like any damage. But he found a couple... Like a couple of things that he could use as targets. There's like some bottles set up, and there's a few things where he's like actually drawn targets onto things. And uh, basically, you guys have been practicing. Uh, but the final like test of marksmanship is what would he use for? He'd probably make you guys use your pistols because your pistol slash revolvers because they are uh, they're more alike to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of letting you use the Overwatch, which has a scope, so yeah. so you guys have like uh, probably like a like a seventy foot shot, and basically you've got three shots, and whoever has the closer. Those shots wins. Okay. Beforehand, I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to be like, all right, I did some ruminating. I've changed what I want if I win. What? You have to introduce me to Dulthair. Mmm, that sounds a lot like my reaction that I had when you said you wanted the Overwatch. So it sounds like it's a pretty fair trade. Yes, but the Overwatch is an an object. You don't have objects. You're not a object dude. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fine. All right. He offers out a hand. I shake it. He shakes it just a little hard. Like, not enough to hurt you, but, like, to make your arm do the... the so, thing. Yeah. So, so it's war, then. All right. <laughs> yes. To war! <laughs> children. He walks away. <laughs> um... You've never seen it competitive, so this is this is new. Well, I call out to him and I go, at least I'm not a shorty. He stops. <laughs> he turns very slowly to look back at you. I sneezed. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're the one who went for blood first, so 
about something you could control. <laughs> you're not gonna... No, you're... This is on purpose. You're doing this on purpose. You're getting inside... Nope, I'm not gonna feel guilty about it. I have never gotten into your head without your permission. You're the one letting me in. Thank you, darling. And he goes and sets up. Oh, I like it. Fucking bitch. There is going to be a fun night after this. Oh All God. right. I was about to say, oh. I hate sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, Ansem steps out uh, and just takes like a, a little seat on the edge of a fallen log and says, well... Uh, I think the rules are pre pretty clear. You have three shots. Whoever gets the closest to the center is the winner. Right? Who's going to go first? Uh, high or low? Low. You go first. Okay. All right. Do I take all three shots in a row, or all three shots. okay? All right. So all right. roll your shit. You don't need to worry about damage. Yeah. You are aiming at a single, like a, a dot with a single ring target on okay. the side of a large piece of wood. The first one is a nineteen. Nineteen. Second one is a twenty-five. Uh, and then the last one is a oh, what is it 13 13 got it so 25 and he didn't mess with me at all during it he didn't do any freaky magic shit or anything like that not that you know of Nope. He got a 24. <laughs> uh, so you take your three shots in like confident, fairly quick succession, like enough to still aim, but like I imagine she's trying to show off just a little bit. Uh, Silas steps up second after seeing where you've hit and uh, Ansem goes up and measures the closest bullet hole uh, and puts up a as close as he can possibly make it identical target and uh, has Silas uh, shoot uh, he takes much more time than you do he spends a long time aiming uh, and the well, it's not a it's not a contest of speed; it's a contest of accuracy. Uh, but uh, he his first shot is a little off, 
And you see him sort of readjust the way he's holding the gun ever so slightly. Like, this amount of difference would still hit a person at this distance, but it's not good enough for the target. Um, the second shot lands directly in the bullseye to the point where you're like, oh, fuck, I think I just lost. And then the third shot where you kind of see him grin, he, he misses the target altogether. Um, Anselm walks up to the target and brings out, you know, that little tool they use to measure mm -hmm. uh, like arrows and like axes and how yeah. far they are by millimeters. He takes one of those out and like unscrews it so he can measure and he says, I believe Miss Veneer is closer by two millimeters. And you hear Silas just, fuck me. Later. <clears throat> ah, good show. And I'll hold out a hand damn gun anyway oh sure you didn't sure come on buy guns he begrudgingly reaches out and shakes your hand <laughs> <sighs> I love being right anyway you weren't right I was right no I I knew that I was going to beat you. That's fine. I was right. I still take credit because I'm the one who taught you. <clears throat> well, you really didn't do your practice after that, so... I'm sorry, I had other things on my mind. I did too, but I still... <laughs> <laughs> you hear Ansem just go, Silas, Silas, you just... Shut up. <laughs> Women are always right. <laughs> Silas just... Alright, fine. <laughs> ah, Alright, well, now that we've settled that... Do I notice that kids come back? Uh, you guys are outside the village. Oh, okay. Uh, let's switch back to Kit, actually. Uh, you are making your way through the village. You've managed to find Paul. And as you're talking to him about like where everyone else is, you hear three shots and then another three shots in the distance. And he goes, they're out there. They're out there. Okay, well, I mean, I'll go, uh, I'll go get him. Yep, he follows along. And uh, you find Silas standing there with his head hung and Marin looking real fucking pleased with herself while Ansem is just quietly putting away or picking up targets to like throw them away. Oh, what are you guys doing? Oh, Kit, you just missed Silas getting his ass handed to him. Oh, hmm. were you guys having like a shooting contest or something? Uh, you could say that. It was more of a demonstration on my part. Ah. So what? Uh, what are the <laughs> what are the what are the stakes here? Maybe I'd like to get in on this. Well, I mean, it's already done. No, kid, please see if you can beat her score. I mean, You've never shot a gun before. Oh, I wouldn't be using a gun. I'd be using my own kind of gun. What are you gonna shoot plants at it? Yes, I'm gonna shoot plants at it. Okay, sure. What do you want? Hmm. 
Forgiveness. What? For what? For anything that may happen. That is a little bit of a stretch. What do you want if I lose? From you? Mm -hmm. I... You get to tell me why you don't drink alcohol. Okay. Okay. All right. Ansem, set up the target. Fine. He brings back uh, one of the pieces of wood and like carefully scrawls a new target on it that matches the other two. Can I notice his eyes if they're different? Make a perception check. Uh, that is a 19. 19? Uh, hmm. There's not really a way for Kit to hide them anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's dark. They would glow Mm -hmm. in the dark. So yeah, you do notice a golden glow coming from his eyes. What's up? They're lighter. What's up with your face? I got the sun. On your eyes? Yes. You know, you're not supposed to stare at the sun. Well. And I don't think it happens that way. How else are you supposed to get the vitamin D that your body needs? I think I'm ready to shoot. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Step back, Ansem. I'm going to take a water droplet and dust. I'm going to pull back and create... An ice knife. I'm going to shoot ice knife at the target. Do you have those gloves? Uh, I imagine I got gloves, yes. Okay. How are you going to take out a water drop? We're surrounded by snow. Yeah. You can so literally you just take get your off. little mittens wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I imagine you can pass the weird like ball off as like you're holding a fist, but mm. uh, how big is this thing? It's like baseball sized. Oh, I thought it was like no, oh. no, like the spear shaped crystals are about that long and that wide around. The orbs are like baseball. Oh boy. Well, we're gonna talk about it in a minute anyway. Yeah, but um, if you have your hand around a baseball, you can kind of make it look like a fist. So I'm going to imagine you can pass it off. Uh, so you 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 pull back and do your thing. Ice knife. Yeah. Three shots, okay. if you so choose. I'm taking them. Um, 22. Nope. Oh, significantly less. Uh, like 14. Twenty-two. Nope. Uh, Ansem goes up and measures the sort of hole left behind by the ice shards and says, uh, no, uh, no, further, I went English again, uh, further off than Silas. Ah, uh, well. And Silas is like, does that mean I get something from Kit? What do you want? Rain check. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. 
Well, you did worse than I did, so you don't have a choice. That's true. That's true. All right. Now tell her why you don't drink alcohol. Hmm. I don't drink alcohol because our tribe struggles with that kind of thing. And I have seen many, many people in my life, good people, turn into monsters because that's all they care about. So I just don't get involved with that kind of thing. That was a lot less fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's not. Oh it's not a fun story. Um, yeah, now are, I feel bad. No, that's cool. Are we alone here in the woods? Yeah, I mean, it's your party. So. Oh, I know, but there, we're not like around people. There aren't like people no. meandering. No, okay. in town. So we've unless got. I'm, unless I'm being. Unless I'm being tapped into. Hmm. Well, so that was the other thing I wanted to ask, is when I take over the crystal, does it require that I get rid of one of my attunement items? Let me check my notes. Yeah, I'm not sure if it requires attunement or not. <clears throat> um... Fuck, each of them is a little bit different. Uh, let's see. The... That's what you get for making this so complicated. Because they were all created to do different things. Mm -hmm. um, this one does not. No. Does okay. Not. All right. So um, I'll. Uh, I can't check if someone's watching you right now, because I already used that to make sure that the elders at Valfira were all real. Okay. Um, what do you want me to do then? Do you want me to turn around or something? No, because you're going to have to know. Uh, question. When I was walking over to them, like that whole walk down the mountain and everything else, would mm -hmm. I have been able to like start picking apart how to make the staff become a staff or um make me an intelligence check oh jesus that is literally my worst stat <laughs> well not literally my worst it's one of my three worst because <laughs> three of them are 12 <laughs> oh average. no nine nine yeah uh playing around with the orb you You've tried a lot of things that mostly involve just shaking it in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've been doing the, 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 uh, what's that thing called? The shake weight all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you're shaking up a bottle of milk. You're just like, come on, man. Come on. Um, like the bartender, like. Yeah. Uh, but it's not that hard to figure out. So I imagine even now you're still kind of playing with it absently. At some point, you move your thumb in a clockwise circle over the top of it, and it actually bursts out of your glove. Oh. Just because you had a bad roll. Ah. Yeah. Surprise. Why are you holding it? 
I went to Valfira to ask the elders what we should do. And they told you to touch it? No, Kenna McAmbaro told me to take it. She told you to just barehand it and run around with it. Yes. Why do I not believe you? Do you you can ask Silas, he can call Ren right now, like Or he could read your mind. I mean he could do that too, but we'll get the same answer because Ren called McKenna and then McKenna <laughs> Ren called Kenna in and um it was, she explained that every time a new staff is put in her possession, the only time it becomes safe is when an elder druid can protect it. And there are no elder druids in the world except her. She's trying to train new ones, but she's already got more saves than she can train people for. So... I was the next best choice. So, what does that mean then? Does that mean we're just, we're just, we just have it and we're not doing anything with it? Oh, no, we'll be doing things with it as soon as I figure it out. No, I mean, we just have it. You're not throwing it in a trench. You're not. Getting so rid of it somehow. The other two ideas that we vetoed uh, were the trench or mount gear. And we were concerned, since this is a staff of light and heat, that if we were to put it in the ocean, we could cause massive problems, either tsunamis or earthquakes. And if we were to put it in a volcano, it could potentially cause them a chain of eruptions that would be really bad. There is no good way to destroy it without killing whoever does it and the people who help them or the only other, and that will make things worse anyway. Right now we have in our possession the one of the tools that Kyla Uruvela was using to destroy people. Felicia, stop talking. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, at that moment, Marin, it's almost imperceptible, but Marin blinks and her voice drops. Oh, so I, I notice. It's still her voice, but the tone goes lower. So, do, so do I, do I notice though? Yes. Okay. She's not trying to hide it. Okay. You hear in a lower tone. And a very different accent. And almost... Like... I hate to compare it to Ted in such a serious moment. Mm -hmm. But a little bit of that northern Lachmany accent. Mm -hmm. You hear... So... You've decided to join the game. Hi there. Hello. Are you going to tell us who you are? My name is Kyla Urivela. Is it Kyla? Oh. Does she have... Fuck! Is it her? 
Is she the one? <laughs> hi, hi, Kyla. Hello. Oh, wow. You're so much more manly sounding than I anticipated. Oh this, is, this is surprising. Um, so how are you? How are things? They are going swimmingly. Oh, I'm sure. I bet you really like some of the things that have been happening recently. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Retcon, retcon. I had the oh, needle. Oh, yeah, you have the needle. Oh, oh okay. yeah. We get a retcon. Okay, hold on. I can make this work. I can make this work. Okay, okay. Um, we're not going to retcon. We're going to fuck with it. Okay. Uh, so as this happens to you, Marin, you hear the voice come out. And you still have control of your body, but not what you're saying. And so you, like, everybody else sees Marin go, like, freak out. You still have control of your motor functions okay. for six seconds. Yeah, I'm pulling out the needle and I'm stabbing myself. Okay. <gasps> just out of curiosity, where do you, just, like, stab yourself? Uh, uh, in my hand, just like... Okay, I was wondering if you are going to go for the full EpiPen, like, no. no oh, way. I thought leg, too, immediately, but yeah. No, I was going to go um, just... Straight into the palm. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. So as Kyla is speaking and the last thing she gets out is I think this could work to our benefit. And then Marin like stabs herself in the palm. Uh, make me a uh, wisdom saving throw oh, with I'm advantage. Bad. I'm bad at that. Um, I know. Okay. Oh, I rolled really bad on all those. Uh, is it eight? Oh <laughs> my eight? god! Oh, weesh! Yep. Oh man, alright. I, roll, I uh, rolled a, a five and a seven. <laughs> and I have a plus one. Okay, my so god. there's a moment where you feel the pain hit you. But Kyla keeps talking, and suddenly your arms drop to your sides, and you have no control anymore. You feel, you did feel like, almost the moment you were in Hyomanir Temple, that elastic feeling pulling so tight that it hurt. You felt it get to that point, but it didn't break, and you are trapped. You see and hear and remember everything. But you can do nothing. Oh, God. Welcome to Yasha's life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, after that, you see Marin Kyla glance down at her now bleeding hand with a golden pin stuck in it. And she plucks the pin out of her palm, watches the blood drip down. That seems self destructive. Can I reach up and cast the spell magic over her at fifth level? Hold on. I got my new staff. Just like dispel magic. Even though it's not divination, so it's not going to do anything, but. Or it's not divine. It's, yeah, it's abjuration. Mm hmm. Uh, you said fifth level? Fifth level. That would not work. 
I don't get to roll for it? No. Oh. It's too low. Wait, is that how this works? It says if it's third level or lower on the target ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, there isn't a threshold for where it doesn't work, period. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm making an ability check using your spellcasting ability. So roll a d20 and add your spellcasting. I'm sorry, I forgot no, how the okay. spell Oh my god, I'm rolling like fucking garbage. Yay. Uh, 14, which is lower then, than it would have to be, so it fails. Yeah, yeah. You need you need to roll pretty high for this. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, you wave across, and you actually kind of see like a glow from the back of Marin's neck, even from the front of her. You see it brighten. Um, nothing changes. Damn it. She just continues to stare at you. Says, so... Mm. We have twin staves. Yep. Twinsies. Interesting. What do you intend to do? I don't think I'm going to tell you. Well, I've heard plenty of it already. You've heard some of it. All right. I suppose we won't help each other then. Why would I help you? Do you really want to work for Cynthia more? No, but I don't want to work for your dumbass either. I'm not <laughs> saying you have to work for me. I'm saying you should work with me. To do what? To gather the staves, of course. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, for sure. Let me. You already have one. You're already in the lead. Five more to go. No. Disappointing. Mm, is it? And she turns. Oh, fuck. No, no, no. Uh, and looks straight at Silas. Nope. And Marin, you see... Silas staring at you wide-eyed and you you see like the twitch of the hand like the ultimate or the 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 instinctual like wants to reach for something to defend himself but he can't um and she just looks up at him and says what about you any interest in getting away from the hold of people who use you And Silas just stares down and says, I don't like your brand of freedom. I would rather keep my soul. And she nods, looks at Ansem, and Ansem just automatically waves her away, like, don't talk to me, witch. And she nods and looks at Bull. How about you? Perhaps not a staff, but perhaps something else. Something you lost. And Bull is like, you can almost see the heart racing of like fear. And he's like, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't think 
Marin would like that. I don't think Sylphie would like that. No, thank you. And she nods, looking moderately surprised. Looks over all of you again, says, Well, strong consciences or strong senses of self. Interesting. You will all make fine walkers. I'll see you in Taldanost. And at that moment, Marin, you come back to yourself with like a blink and you feel drained. You take two points of exhaustion. Oh, oh God. fuck. I forgot about Shit. that. And I also need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Hold on. Constitution, constitution. Okay, 21. 21? Okay, you're fine. You feel a little sick. A little, like... Like, it's similar to the feeling of, like, low blood sugar, but it's not food-related, but you're okay. Yeah, I kind of am... Yeah, you're on your feet, you're facing, you're facing, she specifically faced you at Silas before she let go. Uh, I will step forward and take your hand and I will cast a Cure Wounds over it to heal it for however much damage it gave you, I don't know. I don't know. Probably only be one. Okay. Well, you're it's yeah, cured. You're yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, the the little hole seals and the blood stops running. And Silas, as you're doing this, Silas reaches out and takes your other hand. Kit. Get rid of it. Where? I don't know. Just get rid of it. I'm gonna be a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you hear behind your group. Oh god. There's always me. Oh no! <laughs> uh, behind you you all see a fog bank has built up and standing there with her the edge of her dress and her feet uh, shrouded away long dark hair the pale skin and markings Senna I'm backing up into Silas like he like is wrapping his arms around you like pulling you back against him I will step forward to stand between them. I, uh, mm-hmm. no, oh, I say, I, um, I'm not sure we want, I don't think you're a good option. I thought we had a deal. And she looks at Marin. This is my staff, not hers. 
Ay, ay. Maybe there's something else. There's something else that I can can do for you. I something. You already owe me one favor. Though I do see that my favor failed to work. That's troubling. Yeah. Troubling is the last thing I'd call it. Um, we will call that debt forgiven. I'm sorry. I can't. I. There's got to be something else that I can do. Unless you. Unless you want to just call it good. And she looks toward the staff. Um, the Orden Hide in its staff form, I should have described it earlier, is similar in some ways to the Voxed Hide in that it is a staff made of, uh, made of wood. It looks to be made of wood with vines. The central staff portion is a single smooth, long cylinder. And then around the outside are these very thin, indestructible, but fragile-looking um, like helixes of little, tiny mm -hmm. tan vines that are... They're static. They don't move. But any time... When Kit is holding the staff, they sink into the staff, so he's holding the central portion. Um, she looks toward it and the orb that's set into the very top held in by these uh, overcrossing little vines there isn't much else I want right now and I already know what you want that's what it takes. Why don't you go find somebody else to do your bidding? Kit. Let me let let me handle this. I'm going to step away from Silas. I'm going to walk toward her. I'll step yeah, to he, the side. He, You feel like he tries to hold for a second, but he does let go. And he follows you, but stops next to Kit. I'm going to walk up to her. And I'm going to look her in the eye. I'm going to say... You you asked for something in exchange for something else. I haven't gotten either of those things yet. So I owe you nothing. Mm. 
I see. Well. I suppose I'll just have to wait a little longer. I... I am sorry. That I can't help you see him again. But this is bigger than that. Hmm. You've spoken to him, haven't you? He wants you to stop. He doesn't want this destruction. He doesn't want the world to end just... just... for possibility's sake. And you watch her tilt her head up and sort of look back and forth. You've actually seen all of the fog around her has dissipated, but she's still here. And looking up to a clear night sky as the sun has already set. So, what do I do then? I don't know. I don't think that's up for me to decide. I think that's you. There's... There's no place in the material plane for a god's ghost. And I can't leave. The reason that I am interested in you is because I think on some level we are looking for something very similar. Your idea of home is not a place. Neither is mine. Yours is freedom and your little sister. Mine is freedom and my husband. But we are not the same. The stakes involved are very wildly different between the two of us. If you succeed, a handful of people will be affected. If I succeed, we don't know what will happen. 
but that's a gamble I decided I was willing to take a long time ago, as heartless as it sounds. But he doesn't. I know that if I if I if I give you the staff and she comes back and she knows what I did to get her there, get her back I I'd never be able to look her in the eye do you think you'd be able to look Look at him. No. I'm not... I'm not who I was. That much is clear. But you... You'll never be who you were either, but getting you closer to that won't hurt people. I have a new deal for you. What? And you can say no. There is a place that I know you have been to before. Maybe not you, but one of your companions. After all, you recovered the Gaitha hide. There's a statue in Green Hall. And on that statue, there's a pocket watch. If one of you can bring me that, I I will break, not take, your tether. It's the only peace I have left of Talon and I lost it I didn't know what it was when I was Sanka but now I remember can I make an insight check on her go ahead can I do the same thing yes okay fuck 13 unnatural 20 to Marin, what you see is, in some ways, a mirror of your basically most hopeless self. Kit, you do see the anger, but you also see pity. She's not lying. 
she may not be saying everything, mm -hmm. but there is a almost a softness when she looks at Marin. Okay. It's it's a trinket. You'll see if you find it. It's just a broken old silver pocket watch. What about Sylphie? She glances at the staff again, but you see her brows furrow. The only times I've been able to bring someone back are when I have a new staff, but... Maybe I can help you figure out another way. What about the staves, the staves that you have? What are you going to do with them? I can't let go of them. They're gone. They're part of you? They're... Yes. If there's, if there's anything about this, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, I got something in my throat. Emotions. If there's anything about this watch that we don't like, deals off. Okay. If you break it, we'll, we'll get you the pocket watch if you break it. It's done. But that's all that we owe you after that. After that, you leave us alone. So you want me to break it first? I mean, if you're really feeling generous. Kid in the background, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> if you're really feeling generous, I guess, but. How do I know you'll keep your word? You just have to realize that I have, I had the opportunity to end all of this right now in giving you that staff. And I didn't because I care more about other people's lives than I do my own. That's the kind of person I am, and maybe that makes me an idiot, but... It makes you a fool, not an idiot. I will get it to you, I swear. 
But I, you know, there's not much I remember, but I do see flashes occasionally of my old self. You are disturbingly like me, just more afraid. But I can't blame you for that fear at all. Mortality is a terrifying thing and the stakes that come with it. Turn around. I'll turn around. Marin turns to face the rest of the group. And you feel Senna's hands come up to uh, the back of your shoulders where her fingers are just going over uh, the edges. And you feel her uh, index fingers and her thumbs create a triangle on the back of your neck. Um, the rest of you see her do this and you feel her, her hands are surprisingly warm and it feels like just a normal other person. There's nothing godly or surreal about the experience. It literally feels like as if Silas were to walk up and just put his hands on your back. Um, but Silas is standing there directly in front of you, like eyes wide, having not made a sound. I'm just looking at him, like trying to give like a reassuring grin, but it probably turns into more of like a... Yeah. And you do see he he's like pushed the edge of his coat back and he's got just his pinky finger resting on the uh, handle of his uh, revolver, like ready to draw it at any second. Um, you know, he's a good shot, just not quite as good as you. Not as good as me. Uh, and you see Ansem is in sort of a side on pose, but doing kind of a similar thing. And Bull has his hand on his hatchet at his side. Um, what's Kit doing? Uh, Kit is watching, knowing exactly what she's going for. However, I would say that he's also worried, since he's heard that you have to be killed to remove a tether, mm -hmm. that uh, he's also concerned that he doesn't have Resurrect prepared. Although, still have 10 days if she dies, so yeah. I could do it, but still. I'd say concerned, but also taking a step back because he knows the staff can't be close to Senna. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you do see as she's, as she's making this triangle on the back of Marin's neck, you do see her hesitate for a moment and look at you and then at the staff. And then you see her, like, screw her eyes shut and focus and Marin you you are already exhausted and kind of feel sick and so it really does not take much for you to get tunnel vision as you feel basically all the warmth in your entire body be sapped upwards and out of the back of your neck and as your vision is getting hazy and just growing smaller and smaller, 
Um, you see Silas, like his eyes get wider, like not sure what's happening as the rest of you watch her grow paler and paler. Like she's already pale. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is sheet white ghost pale. And you watch Senna pull the triangle back between her hands and this long golden thread follows it. And you watch the thread pull and pull until this ghostly grayish figure with glowing eyes is pulled back and it's in the shape of a dragonborn and it reaches out and digs claws into Marin's shoulder and you feel this Marin as they drag across and become physical and just blood begins to pour uh and Senna finally takes a full step back and just rips it away um at the same time senna she falls to her knees as the thread and the image are pulled away and they sort of go spiraling a few feet before they just shatter and at that very same moment marin you are out okay the rest of you watch her hit the ground not moving is she can I go over and check to make sure she's, she's still alive? She is not. <laughs> and Senna stands up looking kind of unsteady on her feet. And Silas is frozen looking at Marin, looking at Senna, looking at Marin, like waiting for something to happen. And Senna sort of almost limps her way back forward and she looks at you kit and sort of motions you back yeah I step back she takes hold of Marin's shoulders and turns her uh onto her back and the rest of you hear this as she says i suppose i can spare one And you watch as her eyes glow red. And she takes hold of Marin's arms. And you watch this red glow start to seep into Marin's body and actually turn her skin this glowing red. And it almost begins to look like fire until it crusts over black like obsidian. And completely covers Marin's entire form in like a sarcophagus of obsidian. And Senna's hands are actually cemented in place. And finally, she lays her head down actually on Marin's forehead through the stone. And the entire obsidian sarcophagus just turns to dust. There's no shatter. There's nothing dramatic. It just turns to sand and drifts away and disappears. And you see a much more vibrant looking Marin. Not as pale as she was to start with. Not as gaunt as she's been. She's gotten better slowly. But she looks more filled out, more more natural curves, more healthy. And her 
hair has grown back out longer than it used to be. And as Senna pulls back, Marin's eyes open, and you see that they're this very lovely shade of orange, this fiery red orange. And they're very gently flecked through with blue. And Senna sits back on her knees. You are awake. Sitting up like, what the fuck just happened? You feel amazing. For about five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Knew it couldn't last. (laughs) You sit up and you're like... Oh, God. And you feel so tired. Give yourself, like, I can't, don't think I can give you a third point of exhaustion without you passing out. Yeah. But, like, consider it a third point of exhaustion. You can't do shit. All of your spell slots are gone for today. You can't use any inspiration today. It's all drained. You are at one hit point. Uh, Yeah. And uh, you see Senna sitting back above you, and you notice her eyes have lost some of their red, and they've become brown. Really? Really. Yeah, throw my arms around her shoulders and hug her. Oh my god, nobody's ever hugged Seta. Oh, yeah. She she gets kind of stiff for a moment, like almost like she doesn't recognize the sentiment. And you feel her very slowly wrap her comparatively much colder arms around you. She was warmer than you before, but now she feels super cold. Thank you. Yeah. I promise I'll get it for you. I'll bring it as soon as I can. And you feel her fingers sort of bunch up in in the back of your jacket. um, Sort of like holding on to you just a little bit longer before finally she lets you go. And she picks herself up and very gently lifts you to your feet. Gently, but still for as weak as she looks at the moment, still very strong. Um, And you feel Silas like unfreeze and like help you up as well. Um, He had no fucking idea what to do. Uh, And once you're on your feet and like Silas is looking you over trying to figure out what the fuck just happened... Senna gives you a little smile and you realize she's shorter than she used to be. She's probably about Silas's height now. That that felt good and awful. I get it. And she looks at Kit and lifts her head, sort of straightens herself up. 
And as she breathes in, you see her start to regain some of her height as if she's pulling herself back together. She looks at you and she points at you. She says, If you lose that staff to the Highland cult, don't lose that staff. I don't plan I'm not on it. I'm going to threaten you. I don't plan on it. She looks around, the fog still gone. I don't know what to do. I've known what to do for 1200 years and I don't know what to do. Can I make a suggestion? Please. Go talk to Kenna. See what good you can do in the world. If it felt good to help her, it should feel good to help others. You get to do something new. <laughs> and you actually see tears just start streaming down her face. And she kind of half chuckles and says, Well, I suppose I can maybe take a page out of her book. If she doesn't destroy me the moment she sees me. I haven't been to Haven in a very long time. I wonder if it's still as beautiful as we left it. She looks over all of you. I... I'm sorry. Tell... Tell D. I'm sorry. I... No, I'll tell her. Um... And she looks back at Marin and says... I know you don't want to make any more deals. I won't ask that. But if you see Talon again, just let him know I'm trying. Okay. Um... I was going to say I'm going home, but I'm going to go f figure out where home is. And I hope you all do too. Um, goodbye. And she walks away, just fades. And Marin, you feel Silas's grip around you just slightly tighten. I'm just gonna bury my face into him and cry. Yeah, he's he's pretty much in tears too. Uh, and like after a moment, you feel Bull wrap his arms around both of you, 
like <laughs> like trying to be the old protective guy and yeah and silas definitely needs that too he like leans into him and you uh and from behind you guys after a moment you hear Ansem like let out a deep breath oh my god Marin. You. You. J Do you know what you just did? I'm sure you're about to tell me. You just took. To quote her uppityness, Kyla. You just took one of the players out of the game. And she took staves out of the game with her. Do you know how much you just did for everybody? I don't know. I'm I'm just tired. <laughs> you know, I would say that after that, um you deserve a good long rest. I want to take I want to sleep for 5 days. <laughs> please, please do. You absolutely. Uh if you need anything at all, let me no i have some people to talk to um and someone should probably tell d that might be a good idea yeah yeah and bull like slowly raises a hand and is like um i'll 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 tell her okay you yeah. just do you he goes and like actually picks you up and as soon as you're tilted it's like oh god <laughs> and like yeah. not sick but like want to pass out and yeah. picks you up and starts carrying you away and Silas is like right there doesn't let go of your hand uh and uh Bull Bull takes you guys away and Ansem turns and looks at Kit <laughs> my fucking god is that directed at me? You no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forget I, you're never serious about anything. No, I, I I honestly wondered if you thought that all of this was my fault, but no, I'm no. super serious about this. We don't have to fight Senna anymore. No, we don't. The person who caused the calamity is out of the picture. I wonder if you wouldn't mind a slight detour. We can come right back here, but for Marin's sake, I think maybe we should. For Marin's sake and also for ours, since Kyla knows where we are, maybe we should get out of here for a minute. I think it would be good to do that. We can. Just a okay. Um, I can't do anything today, but 
tomorrow when we get up, we... How do you feel about tropical islands? And he looks around at all the stuff. Well, I mean, it's probably not tropical, but it's, like, nicer. Where do you have in mind? I think we're gonna go visit an old friend. I hate cryptic shit, Kit. We're gonna go visit an old friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's not cryptic. We're going to Harris. I figured that Mm -hmm. was what you were getting at. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I suppose that's one big problem solved. And um, are you all still going after Kyla or Avela now? I don't know. And that's something that we need to talk with you about, too. Because if we decide not to go that way, that puts a wrench in your plans. It doesn't put a wrench in my plans. It just puts me back in my original plans. I was going to come this way alone. Oh. Probably a good thing I didn't. Yeah, I would say, did you plan on surviving those plans, or like... I'm gonna be very honest with you, Kit. Um... Things are bad, and I did not... care that much. Mm, okay. If we're going to be honest with each other. I feel like... We've already met our death quota for a while, so let's, like, keep that on the DL for a little bit. Um, I don't intend to say any of that in front of her. Oh, no, I imagine. Um, So, we'll figure it out as we go, but I think Kyla is expecting us, and I don't want to walk into an ambush. You make a very good point. And she certainly knows I'm coming. So maybe, uh... Yeah. What happened tonight was the last thing anyone expected in the entire world. Literally. Literally. So, um, I think getting out of here and doing something else for a minute might be a better idea. Yes. I don't think... Ithane will be in Taldanast anyway, but it was in hopes of finding documents that the cult had, but it was a vain hope. So, I think I can safely skip the location. Okay. We'll we'll talk about what to do next once everybody is on their feet and feeling better. And then once we figure all that out and manage not to die, maybe I can help you all figure out a way to get your friend back. I don't know how, but I think I may know where to start asking I have some ideas as well but I do not have the power to do it very very few people do and the few who do don't have the means 
It's just a matter of finding them and giving them the means. But who knows, maybe by the time we get there, you will have the means and the power. Maybe. You seem to be going along quite quickly. I roll my thumb. I'm going to go counterclockwise over the orb to turn it back into an orb. Does that work? Yes. Oh, perfect. I'll go counterclockwise. Wax on, wax off. Yeah. I'll just yeah. be like, like, look at my hand and be like, this is a little obvious, isn't it? Yes. Do you think the staff is less obvious? It's a very strange and unlikely staff. But having the staff out means people who know what they're looking for will see it. So what I suggest you do, mm-hmm. and he, uh, he sort of motions to himself, uh, he says... Back before I had this prosthetic, I used to walk around with my arm in my in my uh, the front of my shirt, so it was there in like a sling. You can pass that off as if your arm is broken. That way, no one questions it, or if they do question it, you can say you fell or something stupid. I don't know. Hmm. It's a better cover than looking like you have a club hand inside of a glove. I'm doing the best I can, man. I didn't say it was your fault. <laughs> I do. I have to dress as dark and broody as everybody in order to pull that off, or like it helps to wear a jacket. Oh my god! They're gonna kick me out of the tribe. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we should probably buy a jacket. <clears throat> We can get one in your, like, deer skin, what have you, colors. I have this really sweet javelin. Do you want to go kill one real quick? (laughs) It's going to be all burnt. (laughs) One that takes a very long time to turn that into a jacket. And two, you're in Hjolmanir, where some of the finest artisans on the continent live. I could buy one, I guess. And they're Dalnarig, so I'm sure it will suit your aesthetic. That's that's the most important thing about this entire trip. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. Uh, yeah. Um, but he, okay. he sort of steps past you and begins making his way back toward the palisade. I don't know about you, but um, it's... He looks at the sky. I don't know what fucking time it is, but it's... I'm tired. No, same. Yeah. Do you want... It's like three o'clock. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you you want a ride back? Or, like, are you cool with walking? Oh, okay. All right. Cool. (laughs) I appreciate the gesture, though. It's very kind. Yep. Uh, last, last bit as, uh, uh, Ansem and Kit head into the village to find food and then bed. Um, I have, like, tucked my arm into my crop top. (laughs) (laughs) I think halfway along, Ansem turns and looks at you. (laughs) He looks like 
he takes takes off his jacket and just like puts it around you and like puts one arm through the sleeve very Orin style yeah and like has you like with a sling like bit of cloth just have your arm tucked in Mm -hmm. so the other sleeve is free um he's like there now you look weird let's go (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh Back at the uh, at the Mead Hall where you guys are staying, um, Marin, you have been very gently set down by Ball, and he what? And tucked into bed. Yes. Well, he kind of left that to Silas, but no. yeah, Ball got you there and was like, "Do you do you need help, Silas?" And Silas just like, "I I think I I think I've got it handled." And Ball just quietly goes after like giving you like a little pat on your hand and very quiet like good job and he leaves uh <laughs> he doesn't know what else to say but i feel like a bull good job is worth like a million like of anybody else's good jobs uh, and silas like gets you tucked in after like getting off dirty clothes and whatnot. So you're just in like comfortable stuff. Um, tucks you in. And after he does that, he realizes how tired he is and he just climbs in next to you. I'm going to just put my forehead against his. You're an idiot. I'm a free idiot. <laughs> You're free, idiot. Yeah. I know. I love you. I love you too. I wouldn't have gotten this far without you. I was going to say something smart, but then I realized the same was true of you. You want to get married or something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Technically, you died, so you're divorced now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's you're, a widow. You're a widower. To death yeah. do us part. Well, fuck, yeah. it's over. We have to do it again, I guess. I don't want Arnulf to show up again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to let him know. He found out anyway last I time. I know. <laughs> I want that to be the next episode where, like, Arnold's like, I heard you died. Time to get married. (laughs) In the far distance, you hear, is there going to be a wedding? (laughs) (laughs) And Marin's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Rhoda is just like, I'm ready. Um, Yeah. Oh, God, the chef. Oh, God. (laughs) All of the food. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he kind of chuckles to himself at you. And, like, it actually turns into a full-on laugh. Like, you've not heard him laugh in a very long time. And it it kind of, like, turns into, like, like crying, crying, okay. laugh, like laughing at how fucking stressed he was. I broke you. I'm sorry. I didn't. I think something else broke. It's <sighs> not. You. 
now we get to figure out your stuff. Uh, yeah, we do. But we haven't finished with your... I... There's a few things, I guess, that I still need to do, but that was also low priority. Well, you did win. Somehow. You talked down a fallen god. That was the most terrifying thing I've ever done. That was the stupidest thing you've ever done. Yeah, it was. And you set buildings on fire while you're inside. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, how how are you my wife? I mean, I don't know. I you I don't even know. Sorry. <laughs> I It's fair. It's fair. I there's nothing else I could do. I... I couldn't... just let her destroy the world for my own safety. I was willing... I was so scared that I was willing to do absolutely anything to stoop so low out of desperation like some sort of caged animal but you wouldn't you told me a long time ago that I would have to do some pretty insane things for you to abandon me and I knew that was it And I knew that would be it for Sylphie, too. She would never look at me the same way again. I want to say that you're wrong, but... I'm not wrong. I don't know what I would have done if you went through with that. I don't... I don't think I would have abandoned you, but I don't think anything would have ever been the same. And my freedom, my independence, it's nothing without you and without her and without Kit. So I had to find another way and if that meant she was going to tear me limb from limb because I backed out, then So be it. I really am an idiot. <laughs> no, darling, that's what we call a hero. Oh god, don't don't start that. God. 
problems aren't gone, but at least there's one there's one person out of the way and there's another that can't literally or figuratively get her claws into you anymore. Yeah. And if she tries, I will blow them off. Not if I get there first, and I am more accurate, so. Within millimeters. Mm, still more accurate. You are. For now. Mm. Better get practicing. I will. Mm. Go to sleep. You first. I'm not sure I can. Tired, but not that kind of tired. Mm, then I guess we'll stay up into the wee hours of the morning together, and, and uh, I'm asleep. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> would finish this sentence, and you're just <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think that's a that's a good spot to end for the night. <laughs> wow. Wow. Holy uh, shit. So, that was not the episode I anticipated tonight. Me either. <laughs> we like okay, hit first so. break and I was like, man, we're really not doing a whole lot this time. Yeah, like, I was just like, uh, I guess we're gonna have a fun Christmas time. Like yeah. guns and, you <laughs> know. The best way to spend a holiday is to free your soul from the clutches of Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah, yeah right? happy happy Solstice, Merry Yule and all Happy that Chrysler. Shit. Yeah. Happy crisis. Happy crisis. <laughs> Happy crisis. Crisis averted. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Uh. So in oh. that moment leading up to Kyla popping in, like I was listening to you guys and I was like, this is going to be the, a similar thing to what happened last time where you're talking about her when I'm like, fuck, she's about to pop in. Um, yeah. And like, I felt my heart pick up because I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. That was Ooh, fun. But kind of bit, I'm going to be really fucking honest. Just entirely improv. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're I just know. like, I did not just like, drama. Not. Let's go, drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what better moment for her to show up than the moment Marin feels most vulnerable? Mm-hmm. This is definitely like... And then you made her feel vulnerable and reminded her she has a heart. I was so, I was like so prepared for her to be like, fuck you. And then like Mm -hmm. power word kill Silas or something. And then be like, now give me the staff, bitch. (laughs) I had a couple ideas of what could happen. And Mm -hmm. I was going to make you roll a persuasion. But you sold it so well. I don't even remember what I fucking said. I don't remember either. I was so <laughs> but I remember I was like, oh my god, I would be like swayed. Um and I've always said role play over roles, so I didn't ask you to roll for it. So this is completely meta and I kit cannot use this whatsoever. But I am slightly worried about the pocket watch because when I played Ronin, Sanka was jumping through time oh. and caused the calamity 200 years early. And I was like, 
as soon as she said pocket watch, I was like, oh no, 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 no. We don't want to give her the power to time travel and like get the staff from you sooner or some shit like that. You know know what? I think I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt at this point. Yeah, that was, I, it was convincing. Yeah. I think Kit is giving her the benefit of the doubt as well at this point. I think he still doesn't trust her, but he's also like, yeah, it's a pocket watch and he's definitely going to call Kenna and be like, Hey, so what's the deal with this pocket watch? Yeah. So, because the only reason I got into green hall was because of tall Donna. So it may be more difficult to get back in now. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. just going to have to make something up to tell Donna. I guess I, I never had like the issues that you have with her. Like, like she wasn't communicative but like mm-hmm. I could be like hey wait mom what's up and she'd give me something you yeah know? I haven't been doing that at all that's true that's true I keep that's wanting kinda- to do it and then I keep forgetting and so it's just like this never ending like I keep forgetting to call whale mom yeah oops oops hmm. yeah that was a good one mm, that was a really good one yeah I'm if, really if this was a a TV show, this would be, like, the season finale yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I honestly, like, after we did that, I was like, if this campaign ended right now, like, I feel really solid about everything that happened, but... I yeah. kind of had that, too, where I was like, this would be, like, if for whatever reason we decided we were done with this campaign, this mm-hmm. would be a good spot. Yeah. yeah. But I think we can still get quite a lot out of oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have one of the Heidelin staves. We can get yeah. something out of it. We gotta kill Cynthia. We gotta oh, kill yeah. Alistair. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get Kyla. Who knows? Like, but... And we gotta well, get Filthy back. There's, do, there's stuff. Do let me say... Congratulations on potentially uh, making peace with the longest running villain in at Lauren. Mm-hmm. The power of friendship. She has literally been there from the moment I expanded out of the Hydaelyn staves within the first six months of creating this world. Like, Olgar Heidelin wasn't created yet. I just called the staves the Heidelin staves. And I built a story later. Yeah. So good job. I honestly, like, like I said, I really didn't expect it to work. I expected her to be like, fuck you. I could not find a reason to say no. Yeah. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe I have a heart. I don't know. <laughs> she has a heart I know, anyway. I know. Well, I know Senna does. Yeah. It just takes a lot. Um, but yeah. Hey, we're still streaming. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, this, is our, I, this is our after show. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we always discuss afterward anyway. Yeah. A little bit, so, yeah. I am feeling a little odd at this point because I have... I've my me has touched three staves in this campaign alone. Mm-hmm. And then every time I've ever played in your world, I end up getting a hold of one. Mm-hmm. Every single that's, time. That's because you're like ambitious. I like you're just guess. Like, 
Well, he's yeah. like, everybody he, said, he, don't get this thing. So I should probably go get it. Yeah. 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 That, well, that's kind of the hook is to see how my different players react. Where if I say this thing is fucking horrible and here's all the things it's ever done. There's two types of players. One who's like, we need to get the far fuck away as possible from that. Uh, and like not get involved with anybody who has anything to do with it. Or there's the do tell people. But that's also that also goes along with Kit's character though too. Yeah. Like he he's really wants bio. he's curious, but he also like wants to like do something with his life and not just you know back off and and let the world burn around him for his own comfort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm actually curious as to what. Kit's final goal will be because actually I don't know. So uh, so not gonna me. lie, not gonna lie. So I don't know what episode it was in. I don't even remember how it came up. I think it was when we were originally talking to Ansem. Mm -hmm. And he talked about how the Monomarig uh the shield broke and then like the Elder Druid died and they're like, Oh, there's no Elder Druid anymore and I was like, We know a druid. Yeah. See, mm -hmm. I didn't think about that until just this episode where Kenna was like, I don't have an elder druid. And I was like looking at all the druids around me and I was like, uh, I'm the second most powerful person in this room. Like compared to Kenna, I was like, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, well, well yeah, uh, she's currently training Jude because he's he's probably about at your power level, uh, give or take. Uh, and then there's a couple other, like, potentials she's looked at, but what she's trying to find are people who won't fuck it up. Good luck. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, you met uh, uh, Ansem in uh, Seeger Rave here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Along with Marigan Ziegler. Oh, oh Ziegler. yeah, Ziegler. Poor guy. So can I say, um, yes. Kyla was listening. She knows that I went to Volfira. <gasps> yeah, that's doing me a concern. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm also slightly terrified that Kenna's gonna come back and be like, "Hey, BT Dubs, all of Green's March is dead." Oh, and I'm 100% like, sure that. All of Green's March is dead. Can like, I, okay, 99.9% sure. Can I blame it on Sylphie? No, it was your idea. No, I think Sylphie did it. No. Yeah, we were desperate for money, and Sylphie was like, oh my God. You would pin the blame on a dead woman to stop from being murdered? Yes. <laughs> when she comes back to life, she is going to kill you herself. That is. That is acceptable. I will have accomplished my goal at that point. It's all when it's when it's when it's entrepreneurship, it's you. It's always you. Yeah. Like Sophie comes up with some ideas, but Kit acts on everything. Sophie like goes along I, with it up to a point. That's the thing Kit and I have in common is like kind of that like that person of action without worrying about if it could go wrong. You're like, well, I hope this goes okay. <laughs> like, 
Filthy just, was definitely more of me where I was apprehensive about shit. And now Marin, I'm a little more impulsive with decision making. But Yeah, but she's still very like conscientious about like yeah. waves. Uh, yes. Yeah. The, the the whole trickle down effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think yeah. about that. Whereas I think, yeah, Sylphie was less conscious about that. She was just like, survival. Yeah. Let's focus on that. But. I, I, yeah, I do feel like Marin is more impulsive, but usually it is because she's thinking of that trickle down effect. If she's in trouble, she's like, I need to fix like now. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, otherwise this is going to this is gonna do something to Silas or this is going to oh. do something to... Oh, Quick no. question. Oh, God. Uh, since I died, are are my panapes off my uh, yeah. character sheet? Ah, yeah, cool. Hey, you're no longer hey. an addict anymore. Woo! I was about to say because I was like, when we were doing, like, getting more of the pana stuff involved, I'm like, Naren cannot survive being fucking tethered. Being in the debt of a huge god and all the other shit in her life, and be a drug addict. There has to be a line. There has to be, so. <laughs> other things are exactly the reason why you would become a drug addict. Yeah. Yes, but like, <laughs> holy shit. When she negativity needs leads to negativity, man. <laughs> um, yeah. No, uh, she, she does not have any of that anymore. Um, she is more like filled out, like more 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 muscular but also a little more like curvy now she's like back to herself before she died the first time mm-hmm. um little more tan skin because i mean she used to live on an island like you get a lot of sun even on an island like that um mm-hmm. uh the yeah, eyes a, lot of, a lot of her the the eye color changed yes um a lot of her clothes probably will be kind of, of a tight fit now. So you might want to think about that. Um, what else? She would be missing not all, but a lot of scars. Uh, I, was say, I thought you were going to say like a finger or something. I'm like, ah. No. Um, what else? Oh, uh, any ghost of the Arbiter tattoo is gone. Oh, <gasps> yay. Yeah. That's exciting. That's exciting. I'm really... I'm really wondering where it's going to go now with her. Because those are two big albatrosses around her neck that are gone. Mm-hmm. Albatrosses? Albatrosses. Yeah. Is that albatross. a saying? Yes. Yeah, albatross around your neck. Yeah. Literally never heard that. Well, it's the same as a weight around on your shoulders. Look it up. Wow. It's a saying. It's, it's a weird. Saying. It's a weird visual. I'm sorry. I mean, albatrosses are big, and if they hang around your neck, it's pretty heavy, so it works. No, I know, but like, I'm just imagining like a bird with a six-foot wingspan like hanging around your yeah. neck. I mean, yeah. Yep. That's the idea. It's weird. Yeah. I didn't come up with Americans. <laughs> um, I'm just really excited to see where it's going. I am excited for the way that that story thread figured itself out. Because I 
had zero plans for that particular outcome. Oh boy. That's gonna change the of, whole world. I'm kinda of, yes. We just fucked up your world again! Yeah! <laughs> ah! Uh, well, that's the whole point of these campaigns, is for you to change the world, literally. So, uh, like, this is, I mean, this is going to affect, this is going to affect all of Ansem's friends, which is in, like, the entire Guild of the Gate, Ellen Estelle, Vosner, D, all of D's siblings, Akena, all of her family, living or dead, uh, mostly dead, uh, <laughs> uh, Anybody? Oh, fuck. Anybody that Senna already has a deal with. Oh, yeah, oh fuck! I that. need to talk to Jalen. Sorry, Jalen. Not Jalen, Riley. Sorry, oh, Riley. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh -oh. oh, shit. Oh my god, there's so many ramifications. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm also excited now to get to some of Silas's shit. So excited. He doesn't need that right now. No. Nair needs that. I, I do have to, because I didn't think Dolthair would actually come up for a while. I do need to actually do some stuff. For he also owes me a meeting with Dolthair, so. I, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, well. Thank you, everybody, including you guys, uh, for joining us for that unexpectedly fucking whoa episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, hi, Pucker. Look. <laughs> Why does he always just look so upset? Because he is. It's okay. It's okay. Shh. Here, I'm gonna take you this way. I'm gonna take you. Hey, don't go that way. Don't go that way. Don't go that way. No, what are you doing? You're an idiot. <laughs> oh he God. doesn't speak English. What a dumb fucking cat, Jesus! You like? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I point him right, so he turns his head back left, and he's like, "No, I want to go that way." Yeah. <laughs> he's literally tangled up in my cord, and he's like, "No, I just I'd rather hang myself." Like, it's like, God, you dumb ass cat. <laughs> Mine is. I have a lot of shit on my desk, but mine's over there at the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see one at the top. Yeah, I've been editing all day, so my desk is really dirty. Um, Where's the second one? Because uh... you haven't shown off Xena. Yeah. I can't pick her up. Ah. I was still getting used to it. She she does not like it at all. Gotcha. And yeah. she She's still pretty skittish. Um, I feel like maybe people have been rough with her, but like she she wants to be touched. Like that's all she wants is just to cuddle up. She doesn't. She does play, but she really just wants to cuddle up. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you like move your hand to the corner in the corner of her eye or like touch her when she's not ready, she like she doesn't flip out, but she gets like really fucking rigid for a moment. Mm -hmm. That's like um, Bucky. Yeah. That sounds yeah. exactly like Bucky, where it's just like if you do something he's not anticipating, he's like, oh. No. But I she's mean. actually otherwise pretty confident. It's just touch and like hands that seem to be the thing. She's not really bothered about my feet. 
Um, and I mean, the other day she fucking flipped Titan across the across the room, and he's like almost twice her size. That's funny. Yeah, she. Oh, uh, P.S. Puck is yeah. now cleaning himself voraciously because I touched <laughs> he's him. like, "Ellie touched me." Yeah, <laughs> you always do that when you touch him. Yeah. Not when we cuddle. When we cuddle and I pet him, he's fine. But, like, if I, like, hold him, he's like, what? Get it off me. This club. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably end the stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to... I I have some other shit to do first, but I'm going to try to edit this one quickly so that, like, I can watch it back because I forgot everything. Oh, me too. Yep. Like all of the emotion blocked the memory making. So I was so close to tears, like just the whole time. I heard it. Like I I almost was too. I lit so I legit thought that you were going to end the episode when I told Kit to get rid of the the staff, like Mm -hmm. and be like, and that's where we're gonna end. And then I was gonna be like, Oh boy, but then I thought you were gonna end it. I thought we you were going to end it when off. Senna showed up. Oh, you're that like, too. You yeah. turn around I, and see Senna, and then you're like, and next week. I I thought about it. I really thought about giving you guys a cliffhanger. But then I realized I would break my own heart if I did that. Like, it, it's been a rough month. And motherfucker, I just want my happy stories. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I, I I don't think I would have been able to handle a fucking cliffhanger yeah, like I that. I really didn't want to leave you with that kind of stress. God. Also, yeah, we were I, in the moment. I don't feel yeah. stressed like, about this, but okay. I feel like I feel like uh, I don't think they were talking about you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to Kit's thing later. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> we had two episodes of Kit. Let's have forty episodes of Marin. That um, sounds about right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's no. just Marin's thing is the more like has been the more like oh fuck we need driving. to fix this now thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been like the driving thing. Like yeah, since we started streaming. Yeah. Yeah. At least. That's okay. Like, we can focus on Marin while I slowly procure a bunch of problems in the background. And that's can... kind of what I think we're going for is yeah. Kit is going to okay. slowly gather problems until they can't be ignored anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I genuinely like had a moment where my eyes got like a little, a little watery as Senna. I saw Not- that. I saw mm-hmm. a couple like, oh. Not Are they gonna because, not because I was acting her, but because I love her so yeah. much. She, I'd never tell my players this because I feel like they think I'm playing against them with her. Mm-hmm. But Senna is consistently my favorite character in this world that I've ever made. And I love her so much because I know what's going on in her head mm-hmm. and like how fucking broken she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not expect somebody to get past all the broken shards and all the shit and say, let me appeal to the heart that is still there. And I was like, oh my God, somebody thinks she still has a heart. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So, yay. 
Um, but yeah, we will leave it on that high note and we can figure out what the fuck you guys are going to do next. Cause mm-hmm. the entire next leg of your journey just got thrown up in the air. Yep. Yeah. We're going to have to so, have a discussion about that. Yeah. Like we, we can even discuss it in chat. If you guys want to say like, let the, I say like a few days pass. Yeah. Um, you guys could even spend the rest of Yule in Hjolmanir if you so chose. Uh, but we'll 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 talk about it, and you guys can sort of say like we want to talk to each other about this, this, or this, or you know. Yeah, um, I definitely think that needs to happen in character. Something I think does, but if yeah. you guys want to like ask me any questions or like I don't know, throw out suggestions, we can yeah. sort of have an idea of how to start, not necessarily script it, but have some ideas. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it and probably talk about it more after I get the episode finished. Uh, but I have a book to finish editing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. am halfway done, mm-hmm. and the other half should be done tomorrow. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, I am. So what? I got two more coming down the pike for you. So <laughs> yay, <laughs> like yay, but whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, keep them coming. I need, I need the money. Uh, <laughs> so thank you everybody for joining us. That, that was a, uh, that was a, that was a doozy. Yeah. Um, you can find us. I, I hope you'll stick with us cause this, I love this fucking story. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at Lauren ADV code links are below here on Twitch. They will also be on YouTube with VOD and podcast and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else do we have? Oh, we uh, we post VODs and podcasts every Wednesday morning. Um, so you can take it with you to work if you have a five-hour drive. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Astrid, tell us about yourself. Oh, yes. Hello, my name is Astrid. Uh, okay, that was a, Yeah, I was about to say, I was trying to go for, like, a that German. Was a, that was a Jester. really weird mix of accents that you just did all together there, but... <laughs> Yeah, but no, I love I it. Became jester at like a small moment, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah. no, serious. Don't, don't, don't." <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Hey guys, the Heidelin cult is like so cool. So uh, cool. So cool. Um, yes, my name is Astrid Knight. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Astrid Knight. Or no, wait, Astrid K writes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, and you can find me at my website astridknight.com. Uh, I'm a writer. I'm writing a book about D&D. Very cool. It's really cool, you guys. Uh, so yeah. cool. Super cool, you guys. So cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. Wow. Blake. Okay. Uh, I'm Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at blakearwolf.com or blakearwolf on Twitter. B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. I just released in December a the first book in a fantasy series. Uh, Taylor is currently finishing up the edits for book two, which is being released three full weeks ahead of schedule on Ooh. February 1st. Yeah. Uh, book three is in process. I've currently got five chapters written so far. Ooh. And I am also working on a nonfiction book for writers about how to write your first novel. And I, I actually picked a title today and it's super goofy and I kind of want to share it. So you know how when you read self-help books, they have like the, this is the title of the book, subtitle, whole bunch of shit, 
like so you have lots of keywords and stuff. Mine is how to write your first novel, set goals, finish projects, conquer writer's block, and change your life. Oh, yeah. What a seminar. Right? That I, <laughs> you can find me next time at a convention of some sort, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you could get asked to one with a book like that. Well, no, you we'll can you, you don't even have to get, like, get asked. Like, yeah, you can TEDx talk. Yeah, well, you can, like, go to any convention and be like, hey, uh, I'm going to sign up for a panel, and this mm -hmm. is what my panel is. And they can be like, okay, cool. Nice. And then you can do the panel, and then you can sell your books at a booth. Hell like, yeah. yeah. So the book is set to be about 13 or 14 chapters. So, and I've got I've got the chapter list. Uh, talk so like 50K-ish? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be that long or not. Um, but... So I talk about things like finding your writing style and how to get past some common things that people run into, like writer's block or perfectionism or learning how to tap into a flow state so that you can write faster without thinking about it, stuff like that. So I hopefully it'll be helpful to someone, I hope. We and I could both use that. Yeah, yeah. And I've got two more ideas for sequels to this book, so it'll be a, a mini series. Gonna be so much fucking editing this year. I'm pumped. All right. Did you say punked or pumped? Pumped. Oh, pumped. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said punked. I feel so punked. I feel I so punked, you guys. So <laughs> punked. But yeah, I that's me. Zambian so, accent. <laughs> Am I uh, speaking Zambian? Yeah. So Taylor, tell yeah. us about yourself. Hello, everybody. Uh, everything you just saw was real. I promise. Uh, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm Taylor. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Wallace. T a i y l o r w a l l a c. Yeah, I see you smile every time I say that, Ben. It's uh, just because of the way you say it. It has nothing to do with what you do. It's the inflection every time. Well, every time I tell somebody, I every time I tell somebody, I'm like T A I Y L O R. They're like, okay, T A Y L O R. And I'm like, no, 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 T A I L O R. Because I have to stop for their brain to catch up. I feel like it works. Anyway, you can find me there. Hopefully, my Twitter feed will get a little lighter now that some shit's over. So that'll be fun. Um, I tend to share my projects whenever I'm working on them. Uh, I I should make a couple posts about what I'm doing right now. Uh, and uh, I tend to share around our stuff whenever that comes up. And uh, that also appears on the at Lauren ADV Co. Twitter occasionally as well. Um, you can find me at uh, saunderediting.com as well. Where if you have a book, after you read Ben's nonfiction book, when that's done and you get your first book done, if you need to get it edited for a price that will not require your firstborn child, I'm your person. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, I feel like it's not okay that writers get, you know, price blocked out of having good input. So, 
yeah. Uh, you can find me, find me there, and let me know if you need, need need my help. I got a whole portfolio for you. So uh, I have, uh, or you have a wonderful rest of your night. Uh, you guys too. Thank you for this. This genuinely one of the best sessions I've had in like a year. So it was good. So fucking good. I'm so excited. Ah, I'm so inspired. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of writing to do. But thank you everybody again for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week, uh, Saturday. That'll be, what is that, the 30th uh, at 5 p.m. sharp here on Twitch Eastern Time. Huh. And look for the VOD on Wednesday. All Links right. below. Takes out. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.